Hello, hello, hello. This is Valerie with Bravo Lowdown, where you get the juicy lowdown info, scoop, recap, my take on all things Bravo. And I have decided not only am I going to kind of do a recap of Atlanta, and you know, this is all a learning process for me. So, as much as I love talking about the shows, I don't like doing like the full recap. And I think that I'm just going to run down my take of last night's Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I've got some lowdown that went down over the weekend, um, like Thursday, Friday, and leading through the weekend that I kind of wanted to, you know, dish and discuss. So as far as Atlanta goes last night, I thought it was a little redundant. And I say that because here we go again. The shows keep kind of getting like this theme that carries on for a whole season. And Atlanta's got this part of reintegrating Nini back into the group because she's on the outs with everybody and it's not like she loved her or anything um but you know she's just at odds with Cynthia she called Cynthia desperate and dissed her relationship with Mike and you know she's just out she's out with Portia she's out with everyone I don't think she ever had anything really going with Eva or Tanya, and of course, we know she's out with Kenya. So Kenya comes back in, and she's kind of extra, extra. And um, so now we've got to the point where there's this rumor going around. Well, not a rumor. Nini said, hey, I heard this recording, and I'm not going to tell you who. So then you've got, like, the girls trying to figure out who it is, and it's stupid. It's like, who cares? You know what? Cynthia went on a freaking tour on podcasts on Sirius and she sat down with Jenny McCarthy. She sat down with other people and said she was sick of Nene, that she felt Nene was toxic and she finally stood up for herself. For years, everybody's been saying Kenya needs to um, grow a backbone. So... I just find this whole, they brought this other girl in that I can't even tell you her name. The other lady with the blonde hair. I don't know who she is. I don't know her name. I'm not interested in her. They're bringing her around for this whole storyline. I don't know. I mean, it seems contrived and a little, I don't, just fake. So you see him at the party. I think that was last um, week. And they're like, you play good job, blah, 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 whatever. So then it moves on to, um, you know, they go to the party. It's brought up on the way home. And then, you know, Kenya also, they went to the party and Dennis showed up. You know, whatever with Portia and Dennis. I find it so the least bit interesting um oh okay a whirlwind relationship gone wrong oh who would have thunk it i mean you reap what you sow and their relationship had issues before the baby was 
conceived when it was a fast track, you know, um, consummation, impregnation situation. <laughs> okay. So I go back to, you know, Kenya coming in extra thirsty, 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 trying to get in on all these scenes. She's the one, uh, you know, standing up on the bus, talking to Portia and then the whole situation with the snake comes up in the recording. And again, since we already heard while they were filming Cynthia saying she's done with Nini, I just find it's stupid that Nini's like, oh, I got this recording wrong to me. I, I really think that it's overproduced at this point. And it's been so hard for me to watch and catch up. That's why I haven't even really talked about it. So there was another blow up. They go to Marlo's hotel room. You can see Marlo spelled her name out. And then she's got like some framed pictures of herself. It's kind of cute. I thought it was freaking funny. It was a good distraction from the bullshit that's really playing out. And I do think it's bullshit. I think it's stupid. So they're starting to get to the lowdown and they're, you know, putting it two, to, two together and we're thinking that it's really going to go away. They're confronting this lady, the blonde that again, I don't know her name. They're confronting her. And then all of a sudden, Nene comes walking in with her boob sticking out. She's got like a pasty or some kind of tape over her boob. And so I guess she thinks that it's okay. Everybody's a little shocked and some words are exchanged. They start settling down. They're like, oh, you know, we're trying to figure it out, blah, blah, blah. And then it gets a little heated. And the next thing you know, Nene's being held back again by the crew. And it was all her and Kenya got into it. And Honestly, with so much to do about nothing, I wasn't paying that close of attention. So that's how it ended. Um, then the ladies went on for the carnival. They got all dressed up. It wasn't that exciting. They all looked super cute. They had little outfits specially made for them. I want to thank them for wearing pantyhose. Because those outfits were awfully small and low cut. And I would have thought if you would have bare legged it, we would have seen a little bit more than we wanted to. So that was the Real Housewives in Atlanta. I just didn't find anything. Well, okay, I skipped the stoop, the, the dinner or wherever Kenya's like, what do you want to know? And then they, if your man was cheating on you, um, and then I guess they finally rebuilt. And it just seemed really shady way to come around and bring that on the table. And they're accusing Tanya's husband of, or he's not her husband, it's her boyfriend, of being, um, uh, I guess, something that looked, he talked, he chatted up a girl and walked away with her. So what? I mean, it's just so dumb. We already know from last season when Tanya brought up the husband or the boyfriend. Why am I even calling him the husband? Because the situation was last season that was she engaged or wasn't she engaged? So, I mean, she can do whatever she wants. She's a grown woman. It's really interesting how Atlanta gets really deep in it. Well, they do, they do on all the shows. I don't, I don't know. I do not know. So. Tanya's not holding a peach, but we're going to go get all up in her relationship. And that's Kenya. So, 
good luck with that. They brought Kenya back for a reason, and she's clearly bringing it, and um, I'm not really receiving it, but I'm still hanging in there. So next I want to go up to, at the end of um, the week, it was outed on Brandy and Stephanie's podcast page, BS Podcast or something, and somebody asked, where's Brandy? And Stephanie posted a statement. Uh, well, Stephanie didn't, but the podcast did. And it said, Brandy has checked into a wellness center to reflect and better herself. She will be back with us next week. We support her on this journey of healing and ask that you join us in that. And then Stephanie actually posted the same uh statement on her page and everyone's saying oh it's over this video that steve uh, kimball posted amid all the racism and backlash for leanne and steve posted this video and actually brandy like her first tweet was very combative and she denied being a racist and didn't apologize for it and then there was a blanket post up saying um yeah racially uh apologizing it's a video resurfaced and she says uh years ago i posted this video and i apologized for it and it was quickly deleted after it was pointed out it was insensitive and um my same sentiments go i apologize for my insensitivity or whatever she said i don't have the direct thing in front of me so then um it's People Magazine confirmed Bradney Redmond is taking time after apologizing for a racially insensitive video that resurfaced online. And she's going to a wellness center to reflect. Okay, so this is my theory, y'all. Brandy's got in trouble with her husband for her behavior. I think it was first or second season. She was dancing with some strippers. Now, um, there was a problem in our marriage and Stephanie saw it and it resulted in supposedly the two of them being on the outs and that's how they started the season up and then what was interesting is they quickly meet up on the show so we don't know i'm calling out a lot of scripted bullshit in these shows and i don't know what's going on but when brandy announced not this season okay two seasons ago that she was adopting Bruin and I believe it was Leanne and Deandra that both made rude comments about, oh, they're adopting a baby. Last I heard, their marriage was in the shitter. So then there was a conversation, and it's not this current last season, the season before last, where Leanne even hypothetically did an analogy. Hey, Brandy, what if I said you are adopting Bruin because your marriage sucks and you're doing it to save your marriage? So that's already been put out there. It wasn't discussed on either reunion show that I can remember, um, but it was brought up that Brandy's behavior has affected her husband's business in a negative way. And Brandy drinks a lot. Brandy responded on Twitter, combative, in a combative nature. Who knows what the real reason for the wellness center PR move. I have no clue, but my theory is going to go with, this is all about our marriage and not the show. 
So I'm going to leave that right there. So Cameron and Travis had a little drama online over the weekend where there's some poll on Twitter that I guess means a lot to these housewives. I'm not a big Twitter person. I don't think I'll ever be a big Twitter person. Um, I'm kind of grooving with Instagram and Facebook, and I'm going to just leave it at that. I find Twitter to be um, primarily for, you know, the celebrities. So when something breaks on Twitter, I see it, I copy it, but I don't like go on there. So I don't know the account. Sorry, I rambled on with the, my defense of not knowing about housewife poll, but apparently Travis is really in tune with this Twitter page, Twitter account, uh, housewife polls. It's called all celeb polls. I take that back. So all celeb polls evidently runs down because I went on the, their account and they've got all kinds of real housewife polls, but are they celebrities? I kind of feel like they're public figures. I like public figure established status, but I guess maybe they are quasi celebrities. I don't know. So Travis posts and tags the all celeb polls, Stephanie, and then says three others. I don't know who. Wow, Cam, buying votes. That's the biggest vote total in the history of the poll. You must have been way down. So camera responds with maybe you pressed the wrong button when you were buying followers. Unlike your wife, I have a life and friends outside of the show and don't care about Twitter polls and have never bought followers or comments. I am 100% real. Also, regarding my country club remarks, here's what happened. Members of that club reached out to me and said, we heard Travis was a douche and a tool. I had the opportunity to speak poorly, but chose to take the high road, but no good deed goes unpunished. I suggest you lay off social media, attacking other people's wives. <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. So Cameron and Travis had a role. I didn't see any responses. I think it died there, but she really went into depth with his accusation that she was buying votes. I don't know, but evidently the housewives, husbands and wives put a lot of inventory into that Twitter poll account. Now, another kind of juicy juice that came out was Radar Online leaked uh, so-called cast casting choices for the Real Housewives of Orange County. And it basically kind of said, kind of like, there's really no shakedown or shake up that Bandy kind of Andy Bandy Andy hinted to on Jeff Lewis's radio show that Andy was a guest on and that's where he spoke about you know this casting change is happening and blah 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 and he's really happy with it and he's gonna shake it up so Radar Online said confirmed to be picked up for Rahaswa's uh next season are Tamara Shannon, Emily, Bronwyn, and Kelly. There's no shakeup. It says, however, Tamar came close to getting fired, which I don't. Yeah. Meanwhile, Gina, her fate is still up in the air, a source said. 
This is Radar Online's quote. And a shocker, Vicki Gumbelson will be regulated and demoted to friend status again if she chooses to accept her offer, a source said. Vicki hasn't decided yet if she will accept a friend role again, the insider said. She has time to accept or decline the offer. Say This is like the same thing happened last season. So not a shakeup. Then Andy this morning got up and said, hey, or I think it was yesterday, uh, late last night, 10.30 p.m., why is anyone believing Radar Online? No contracts have even gone out. Um, I didn't hear him talk about it on the show this morning, but I also didn't get to finish the show. Um, so I don't know. I All I know is now people are saying, so Bronwyn over the weekend posted camera crew outside her house and, and then grandmother, dime bag Deb, whatever, freaking Dr. Deb, Dr. Nightmare was over there filming with the children. One of them was sick, by the way, and she still continued to film the poor child looking absolutely miserable. Bronwyn, nowhere to be found. Someone said that the grandmother was over there helping Sean out with also the great-grandmother who's on the videos and then someone also told me that Ryan, Tamara's son, indicated on his Instagram, yes, he's definitely going back to filming with his mother. So, I mean, it kind of, you know, Andy, control your crew. And then it's funny, Bronwyn, you know, already set up, you know, I'm not talking to my mother, and but Sean is, and she comes over and babysits the kids. Meanwhile, we've never seen her her mother who's on Instagram literally from the morning she wakes up in the morning until the morning she the minute she goes to sleep. She's posting live feeds. I'm not saying I'm trolling her account, but you know, I check in time to time. Never seen her once in all these months, you know, she's been in Mexico shoplifting allegedly, but never seen her babysitting. So all of a sudden here comes this storyline alive and well. You know, she's shop she's babysitting the kids. She is in touch with Sean, but not Bronwyn. And then Bronwyn posts a picture of her mother with one of her kids saying, you know, new home, new beginnings. So there you go. It's all playing out. They're filming. Someone said, Oh no, looks like she was gonna film a positive beverage commercial with Kelly. Could be a bit doubtful. Bronwyn's very um hungry for getting all the information that she has. She's on the show. She's filming. And when she comments, you know, oh, that was so great with the camera crew and da, da, da. And then afterwards, we had so much fun. I mean, she really goes above and beyond. And, I mean, maybe some people think it's cool that she shared so much about filming. But, I mean, I kind of find it a little um, desperate. But thank you. If you spilled information, Bronwyn, thank you. Even though I'm not happy you're back on the show. Maybe we'll get a more authentic you. I don't know. I don't think so. I think she set up a storyline that she's not happy with her mom. And that's what it's going to be for the whole season. So fun, fun, fun. Um, also, the mom got on a... I thought it was funny. Uh, she got on a NBC Desert Living show. Where she did a little blurb of the interview with the host of the show. Who... The host seemed like a really cool guy and likes Real Housewives and all that. She starts off with, oh, I get all this hate, people lying on me, and just started crying about that. And so I do this morning meditation and yada, yada, yada. I just thought it was funny. She had a ridiculous outfit. 
see-through with her ass showing. Good for her. So what else went on over the weekend that I wanted to touch on? Um, I think that's it. Oh, oh, oh. So Catherine has been hanging out with this girl. I, oh gosh, what is her name? But it looks like she is dating, the girl is either married or dating a Ravenel, someone related to Thomas. And she had a baby with her, the girl, her name is Jenny. And she had a, um, a child and Catherine was at like a baby shower of sorts. And then they were all at a bond premiere party or something. And forgive me for not knowing all the juice, but a picture was posted by the friend and it said the Rabs. And it looked like they were all on a double date, but there were other people in the picture. And then Catherine posted a picture, you know, I'm nobody's Bond girl. And I think it was because people were asking, oh my gosh, are they back together? And then she posted a video of St. and um, Kinsey at uh, Thomas's home. So she was over there. Now, I'm not all FBI on it, listening to every second and dissecting the background, but I didn't hear Thomas in the background. So there could be a multitude of reasons, um, you know, she was over at his house. And also, Thomas did post pictures of them, and so did Catherine as well, of them at Christmas Day, spending Christmas Day with Thomas's family with Kinsey and Saint and it looked like maybe he had them for Christmas and he invited Catherine over. So it looks like they are doing strong and it is giving serious Thomas haters a heart attack. And they're like, Oh Lord, girl, what are you doing? You be careful. And then there's some of us that are like Thomas, you be careful. But one wonders if this new, um, you know, friendship and this other relative. I have no idea as I get information, I will lay it out there, but I haven't dug deep into it, but maybe they're all going to fill it. Maybe Thomas is going to come back. So the question is, would you watch? Do you hate Thomas that much where you can't stand the thought of him even being on the show? Because there are some that think like myself that watch the show for the Catherine and Thomas situation. So if he comes back, I'd be watching. But last season, I just, I, I didn't really think there was anything there. So I think that is it. I don't, this isn't a long podcast because it's Monday and I'm just not that into Atlanta. I'm going to try and be into Atlanta and go for it. But um, I kind of wanted to do a lowdown report. It'll be, I'd like to, you know, kind of be on top of maybe you know, every other day, a daily, a weekly lowdown and um, kind of spill it on what is going on. And I think that I laid everything out. I'm praying for Brandy. She's there for a week. So maybe she'll resurface on Instagram at the end of the week. And other than that, I look forward to recapping below deck. It looks good. I've been watching, you know, the after show interviews with Kate and Captain Lee. And it looks like Captain Lee doesn't let Riley go that Kate jumps in there and opens Captain Lee's eyes like, Hey, you know, Ashton's pushing this agenda because he doesn't get along with Riley. So 
we'll see how that goes. And thank you so much for listening. I greatly appreciate it. Until next time, this is Bravo Lowdown. Valerie, signing out.